Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Football Sunday is brought to you by New England Recovery Center in Westboro and by Kubota Tractor and the New England Kubota Tractor Dealers. Time now for WEEI Football Sunday with Andy Gresh, Christian Arcane, and Mike Cadlick. Now, WEEI Football Sunday. Rolling into the final hour, heading toward the 1 o'clock kickoffs over in London. Spitzball Cheerio. You know, the quarterback of the Ravens is so dynamic, they're great at kicking field goals. You know, Herman, I thought I heard things about this Lamar Jackson. Well, I did too, but all they do is kick it. 21-13. Well, they like kicking. It's, they're big soccer fans over there. Well, that like might be right, but I've been told that the American football is about the touchdowns. <laughs> uh, some wacky Brit over there is going crazy thinking that uh, they figure they're going to punch it in with Lamar Jackson, and instead he's like coming up short at the goal line. But anyway, Justin Tucker, I'll tell you what, if you had the kickers in uh, today's Ravens-Titans uh, game, you're doing well because those guys are booming them through. Mm-hmm. One touchdown in the whole game, I do believe, and that was yeah. to uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, Henry yeah. man, that's crazy. Otherwise, a bunch of field goals. Yeah, like you said, talking about the kickers, it's uh, it's Justin Tucker, and then it's old friend Nick Folk, who still has not missed this season. Unbelievable. Well, joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is our friend Christian Foyer, two-time Super Bowl champion, and he spent not one, not two, not three, but four full years with the New England Patriots, as I'm learning there every you go, day. Chris. Uh, and uh, Christian is proudly presented by VA New England Healthcare. Are you a veteran? VA New England Healthcare provides state-of-the-art healthcare benefits to those who served our country. Call 844-VA-CARES. Learn more about the benefits you earned and deserve. Call 844-VA-CARES. All right, Foyer, you're a, uh, I always like to ask former players of kind of the way they feel when they wake up on game day. Whether you're playing or an analyst, there is that kind of feel, that vibe, that buzz when you woke up today and thought about Patriots Raiders. What was the initial emotion that caught you, Foyer? Um. Well, the the initial emotion was um, how quickly can I get to the stadium to get my Toradol shot? Uh, <laughs> that was always my number one priority. <laughs> when is the doc going to show up? And when can I? I want to be first in line. Um, this one is this one like I, it really technically shouldn't be any different than any other day, but I do feel like this game has a little bit more riding on it. Just maybe a tad bit more than maybe a, another random day in the middle of October. I think this 
it's funny. I know you hate this guy. What is the guy? Uh, what is the Andrew Brandt guy? Whatever the guy from Good Morning Football. I don't. Gresh, I, I don't think you like that guy very much. No, Kyle I love. Brandt. No, I love Andrew Brandt. It's that Kyle Brandt mm. guy. Yeah, he's out there okay, so uh, walking Brandt, around with his half shirt. <laughs> okay, so he did this thing that I saw this morning where he acts like he's like a rock star, but he's really, you know. Um, uh, What's his face? A quarterback from Cincinnati. I can't remember anything right now. Uh, Joe um, Burrow? And Joe Burrow, yeah. So he's Joe Burrow, and he's saying, oh, you know, Pittsburgh is country. You know, Joe Burrow is rock and roll. And he said, the Patriots are disco, which is, I thought was a nice little subtle jab at the reality that is the Patriots. Like, disco is dead. The Patriots are dead. Like, that is what it feels like. Now, I still think they have somewhat of a pulse, okay? A somewhat. It's a very slight pulse. But if they lose this game, they are officially dead. Like, that just, I mean, and I feel like every week I keep pushing the goalposts, goal you know, farther and farther back or moving them in order to give them some sort of life. And I think I do it for myself. But the reality is they lose this game on the road. They're one in five. It, it, it's unthinkable what the players will feel, the coaches will feel. Uh, forget about the players for a second. The coaches may be thinking about, Man, I need to start looking for a job. I need to start closing my door so I can call my buddy who works for the Chargers. Oh, and then he's got a friend who works in, in, in New Orleans. I, I need to start putting my name in hats for jobs. I got to tell my wife, I don't know how comfortable I feel because this is how, this is what happens to teams. The, the, the players are sick of it and the players start worrying about their own livelihood. So for you, you talk about this team, then they're at their wits end, right? You know, Things have to get better really quickly, or else you know it's gonna it's gonna hit the ceiling here. Can they do it? You, we've seen this team lose, you know, by a combined score of seventy-two to three over the last two weeks. Does this team have enough offensively, defensively to get the job done today in Las Vegas? No, they don't. <laughs> okay. Not against anybody. Right. Not against anybody. And we focus in on the offense. We need to start focusing on the defense because they're just as bad. You know, and the, the, the offense has so much like star appeal, like uh, you know, a chew toy and chew toy and Matt Jones. And the offensive line and the ties to Matt Patricia, people forget about the offense. This Raiders offense is not very good. You would think the defense would have some sort of opportunities, but I just don't I don't believe in them in any way, shape, or form. And we talk about are they at their wits end? I thought they were at their wits end weeks ago. Like there's look at all the different quarterbacks that have come through. It's obvious that they just don't trust them or they knew that this would happen. They were gonna cover their ass. The coaches were going to cover their ass. Listen, we kind of feel like this is on its way, and God, we've been trying to hide it and dismiss it, and Max saying all the right things. And but let's just not be too. Let's not take any chances, right? Let's bring a bunch of quarterbacks in. Let's bring Will Greer in. Let's add Malik Cunningham. Let's make sure Bailey Zappi's got his head on right. But I feel like that's it's been going on for a while because Bill is not the type of guy just to sit there. I'll leave it up to fate. No, he tries to control his fate. He tries to control and manipulate his own destiny. And if you back him into a corner, he's not just going to take it. Like, he's going to fight back. The only problem is, it's like, he's just not throwing any curveballs. He's got a wet noodle for an arm, and, and nobody is afraid of him. Zero people are afraid of him. So, Fourier, how many different quarterbacks are going to take snaps for the Patriots today? Well, I, I, I'm going to go with two. I'm going to go with two. Um, and I know the whole Max on a short lease and all that other stuff. It's like, no, no, duh. Like, of course he is. He's, he, everybody knows that. And I heard Curran, 
ripping the Ian Rappaports of the world. I'm like, every, all this is so utterly predictable and obvious. Of course he's on a short leash. Of course people have soured on him. Of course Mac is kind of venting about receivers. Of course this is what happens. Everybody jumps in their own life raft. This is what happens when, when losing occurs and there is no um, recourse to save yourself. So I think you see at least two, you know, and listen, it, what are the odds, I'll ask you, of like Mac having three straight games in a row where the first two series he looks completely lost and there's another turnover, or there's a sack fumble, or there's a strip sack for a, uh, for a touchdown. I mean, if you just play the odds, and I'm a big you're, they're due guy, they're not due for another crappy performance. Uh, no, definitely not. I mean, they, could, they couldn't be any worse. But, I mean, you look at that offensive line and the guys were banged up, and it's sort of hard to envision it going very differently, isn't it? I, I listen, I, I agree with you. And I would look at the, uh, the injury reports, like 17 guys on that injury yeah. report, which mm-hmm. is like the most they've had all year. That's ridiculous. You kind of wonder if some guys are like, ah, I think I need another week, you know, <laughs> instead of playing through pain and fighting through injury because they don't want to miss out and they know how important the win is. Guys, start protecting and worrying about their own careers, their own free agency options, you know, all that stuff, their own health. You know, like Trent Brown's a guy I can easily see saying, for what? Like, for who? For what? That was an old Ricky Waters quote when people were asking him when he played for Philly, like, why he wasn't in the game or why he didn't, like, uh, you know, try harder. And he flat out said, for who? For what? Like, people forget about that. And that's where I think they're trending. For who? For what? And, like, why? Like, what's in it for me? Nothing. Nothing. Have a good offseason. All right, so I ask you, what is the who or the what or the why for Malik Cunningham? How do you see him being used today? He's a gimmick guy. He goes back there. It's either a, it's either a, you know some sort of wildcat situation, or maybe it's just a flat out third down shotgun situation, or he did what he did in the preseason. You know, it's either a quarterback draw, call it and run it, or it's a play pass, call it and then run it. He doesn't, or maybe he plays wide receiver. I, I don't know. What they're going to do is I see them putting him into the game. Hey, let's put him in. Let's see what the Raiders do. Let's see how they adjust to two quarterbacks uh, in the game at the same time. Now you know what kind of type of defense. Now you know what kind of personnel. Now you have an option of, uh, let's call it, 10 plays that you can run. There won't be any more than 10 that they have on their little sheet. You know, uh, and I don't think he would go in as the backup quarterback if if uh, Mac Jones struggles. He hasn't taken any reps. Even Bill told us he's been taking most of his reps at court at uh, receiver. So that would be doubling down on stupidity if they put him in at quarterback full time. Now, change of pace, absolutely. I think I, I mean, and I'm all for it. What the hell? What do you have to lose? Throw him in. Well, if that's the case, um, what about the uh, potential leash here for Bill Belichick? We all talk about the Mac Jones leash. Is there a Bill Belichick leash? Could this game be a game that decides his fate? No. His fate, this is something that they've been talking about since last year. I don't think there's any, like, watershed moment where, like, oh, now I should fire him. 
no, I don't think, I think this has been in the works. I think this has been part of the discussion. It's like, you know, billionaires don't become billionaires because they make stupid decisions, especially the crafts. And I don't think they, you know, at least uh, in one way, shape or form, this will, this will, Bill's making it easy on them. But I don't care if, if they don't win another game, there's not a chance in hell that he gets fired during the season. They, they, he's done too much. And even if they do, the season's over anyways. What does it matter? Like, let him, let him, let him run, play it out with some dignity. And firing him would be the worst thing this ownership group could do. Then I think, I think most people would they turn on him. I don't think you can do that to him. So, uh, and I don't think they will. So flipping it now to Patriots defense side of the ball, Raiders offense. Um, I asked Tommy Carr on this earlier when he was on with us, but the decision um, to go with Juju Smith-Schuster over Jacoby Myers seems to be coming to obviously ahead this week. Patriots have to defend against him. Um, how do they do it? Can they do it? Does Jacoby burn them? And uh, again, just want to kind of tee your thoughts up to this whole wide receiver saga that went with the Patriots this offseason. Uh, yes, Jacoby Myers burns them he if you look at the targets i feel like he has the most targets of all the wide receivers even last week yeah uh, Devontae adams was four for four caught every pass thrown to him but and then they have no choice they cannot risk leaving Devontae adams one-on-one with anybody in their secondary they have to account for him he will he, what's worse Devontae adams 160 yards and two touchdowns or jacoby myers you know 10 catches for 80 yards, you know, like, and no touchdowns. Like, he's – they're not going to be able to slow him down. He knows this defense, and, and I think he – and, and uh, Garoppolo's going to feed him, and they can't cover him. So, there's not a team in the NFL that's going to sit there and devote resources to Jacoby Myers when Devontae Adams is on the other side, when Jacobs is on the other side, and, and Mayer, their new tight end that they've been trying to feature – I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Mayer has a big game, like a big coming out party, I, or you know. So I don't think they're going to slow him down. I don't. Um, he's too much of a you know consistent chain mover, situational guy. He's too good, and they know it. But they'll they'll be fine with it, you know, as long as they win. You know, Bill doesn't care. Uh, what happens? Raiders win. Score. Um, you know I hate the score, but no, I'll go, but uh, hold on then. Go, uh, no, no, no. Let me redirect. Does it get tilted to the point to where someone not named Mac Jones is at quarterback in the fourth quarter? I'm going to say um, I, I would like. I'm going to go with Mac plays it out, and then it's like all the other games before the two debacles. But it's like it's really like a lot. They're down ten. It's a lost possession. They're scrambling. You know, they're playing catch-up. Uh, but I think he finishes the game. I do. I think he finishes the game. But who the hell? I've been wrong a hundred times on this guy. If this, if he ends up, like, completely tanking, I'm hopping in my dinghy. I'm not telling anybody. And I'm officially off the island, ready to take my chances on my own. Interesting. Uh, so hopefully we'll be at Gillette tomorrow. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll go on no matter what. I'm going no matter what. You'll be out the there. Door. There you go. Banging on the door. They security. didn't want us there last week. Well, either. the security <laughs> people let him in. Uh, Foyer, thank you, friend. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. Later, boys. All yeah. right. And uh, don't forget, you can see Christian on uh, WBZ TV for tonight, breaking it all down as well. And uh, we will go through the games of week six of the NFL. 
Baltimore and Tennessee are uh, towards the later stages of the fourth quarter. With Still more a game. On, yeah, it is. With more on that and everything else, here's Bridget ready to trend. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. It's game day for the Patriots who are on the road in Las Vegas to play the Raiders. A 4.05 kickoff as the Patriots pursue their second win of the season. Some changes to the Pats roster. Tyquan Thornton and Malik Cunningham have been added to the 53-man roster today. Wide receivers Juju Smith-Schuster and Demario Douglas, as well as offensive lineman Riley Reef and Cole Strange are all out for today's game. Fitzy and Hart will have the Six Rings postgame show immediately following the game. Then we carry the Bills-Giants game for Sunday night football around the NFL another early game now in the later stages of that it's Ravens and Titans in London and that one in the fourth the Ravens 21 Titans 13 Justin Tucker has gone five for five on his field goals today 1 p.m. games getting ready to get underway in less than an hour. We'll carry the Colts and Jaguars game as soon as we sign off here from NFL Sunday Pats pregame coverage. And the Bruins won their second game of the season last night against the Nashville Predators. James Van Riemsdyk scored twice and David Posternak scored on a penalty shot. 3-2 the final score. Up next for the Bruins, they head out west for a four-game road trip starting in San Jose. Thursday night, a late one at 10.30 p.m. And two more preseason games left for the Celtics. Tuesday, the Seas are at home against the Knicks. And Thursday, they close out the preseason schedule with a road game in Charlotte. The Celtics start their regular season play Wednesday, October 25th at the Knicks at 7 p.m. I'm Bridget Prue, and that's what's trending now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. Uh, Jack Jones tweeted within the uh, last 20 minutes soon or coming Coming soon. soon. So does that mean he's up today? What's the status with him? He can't play today. Um, still on IR. Okay. They would have had to elevate him. Um, 
yesterday, Got and it. he hasn't been practicing. He is around the building, seen him in the locker room, seen him walking around. It's a hell of a hamstring pull. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Someone tweeted him, when are you coming back? And he said, I never left. And it's like, yeah, that's right. Remember, you didn't make it through the airport security line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not allowed to leave. Well, that's uh, the thing. Everybody was worried he was going to be in the pokey, and instead he's now had about a six-week hamstring, yeah. which makes me wonder if there was something more to that as somebody who uh, partially ripped a hammy from a glute which is Ooh. no fun, mm. uh, and uh, hamstrings are uh, no laughing matter, hence what they're doing with Justin Jefferson up in uh, Minnesota. Right. Yep. It'd be like, ah, you can get through it. Eh, we're one and four. At four and one, maybe he fights through or tries to. Uh, but in London right now, 329 to go. The Ravens have a 24-13 lead. Ravens kicked another field goal. They do actually have a touchdown today from uh, – uh, from Lamar Jackson to Zay Flowers. However, it is six Justin Tucker field goals that are leading the way for Baltimore. Up 24-13. Ryan Tannehill got hurt out of this one. Uh, what, Malik Willis is in there right now. and Malik oh, Mania. Yeah. <laughs> that's another one. The first of two of the day, potentially. Yeah, you know what he is for uh, now? Again, I probably age out Cadillac and maybe Arcand a little bit here, but... Uh, he is Tennessee's version of Michael Bishop. He was the backup I remember guy Michael Bishop. who can run around a little bit, and it was, oh, he's so different. And then he even went to Canada and turned it out, old Michael Bishop. But, yeah, that's what uh, Malik Willis feels He reminds me like. of Pat White a little bit. Remember Pat, Pat White? Pat White, yeah. Was Pat White a lefty, though? I can't yes. remember. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. So I yeah, thought, yeah. yeah. Cadillac has a catalog of all the yeah. lefty quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. out there. Exactly. It's like uh, lefty pride. Uh, so uh, Willis is uh, trying to, I don't know, do something here, but they're down 24 to 13. So it doesn't look like the uh, the Titans are going to be able to uh, come back in this one. All right, y'all, let's get some uh, thoughts on the games of week six in the NFL. And uh, the Washington Commanders are two and three heading into Atlanta and taking on a three and two Falcons squad. Here's what I can't figure out about the Falcons. Are they good because the competition around them isn't great? Or are they good because Arthur Smith is kind of figuring it out? John o. Smith looks like a functional or a half-functional football player again. They're doing it with a quarterback in Desmond Ritter that I don't know if they completely love. Where are we on the Falcons at this point? I think the Falcons are a fun team, and I like that they have a rookie running back and like a second-year quarterback and all these young players. Drake London's a second-year guy at wide receiver. We talked about Kyle Pitts a little while ago. Game they have changer. The type of offense that you know I like. like it's just <laughs> I, I'm, I gravitate towards offenses like that. Young, dynamic guys. I don't know why. I just like I enjoy watching those types of teams. But it's been sort of a weird season for them. Uh, I, I think that. They definitely have a chance here against Washington. Washington's not that good, and they just beat the Texans last week, who I thought was a team that was sort of sneaking up on people here. So they've they've defended their home field pretty well. This game's in Atlanta. I I think I like the the Falcons here, although you know it's it's uh they've been a tough team to bet on this year. The the Falcons have beaten the Panthers, the Packers, and the Texans all at home. The road losses were pretty convincing to Detroit and Jacksonville. Mm. Yeah, they feel like a um. They feel like a team that's a you know a quarterback and maybe a I don't want to call it a coaching staff gut because you know I kind of like Arthur Smith but I also feel like you know you mentioned Drake London and Pitts and Bijan and you know all those guys I don't think Desmond Ritter's their answer I think they need to sort of reset with another another signal caller that can kind of you know bring everything together but as far as today's game against Washington Washington's frisky they they'll win they'll 
they'll bring the Eagles down to the wire and lose in overtime, and then they'll get spanked by the Bears the next week. Like, they're very volatile. They're up and down. Um, but they were down last week, so I think I like Washington to go up this week. And you know what? I just mentioned all these Falcons players, yep. and I forgot their leading receiver, Jonu Smith. Oh, yeah. Yep. Jonu Smith. Yeah, he looks functional again. Yeah. Uh, could be a uh, could be a rough go for Atlanta. As of right now, they're uh, slotted uh, to get the 19th pick in the first round. Ooh. I don't know if... Uh, the, the QB they might yeah. be looking for would exactly hit them at that spot, but there's a long way to go. They should have been on, in on Lamar Jackson. Uh, everybody says that, but I, I don't You're know. You're not that, a lo- yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not a huge Lamar guy, but I don't know if Atlanta is in the spend money like that mode. Yeah, that's, that's Like, fair. I'm sure they'll pay for something. Like, if they stumble on a quarterback, I'm sure they'll pay him. But to think that Arthur Blank was going to be like, yeah, I'll give you $250 million and a lot of it guaranteed, mm. it doesn't feel like him. Yeah, and they were in on Deshaun Watson at a time, too. They were, because that was more picks, and, well, we know what the, yeah. has happened in Cleveland. We'll get to them. Uh, also, at 1 o'clock, the 1-4 Vikings are against the 1-4 Chicago Bears. And uh, the last two weeks, Justin Fields has played better. Two weeks ago at the end of the game, a fumble and a pick to go with a bunch of stats ended up causing them to lose. Last week, he didn't do that. So I know they kind of turned it around a little bit against a Vikings team that Arcan. Does anybody know what the hell the Vikings are at this point? No, I know that they're without their best player, and that's uh, certainly not good. Justin Fields, I feel like, was so good the last two weeks that he's due for a bad game. So that's sort of what I'm leaning on. I can't really give you much else in terms of analysis. The Bears have been so up and down. They've been so Jekyll and Hyde that I'm just going to be predicting that they go Hyde for this game. That's really interesting. That's as deep as I'm going with it, really. No, I mean, there are a lot of people who you just don't know whether Helter or Skelter are showing up in yeah. With either of these two teams, yeah, they stink. Both these teams stink. I think I, I think I like Chicago um, in a close one, but I don't I don't expect the the four touchdown Justin Fields that we've seen the last. If two he weeks. plays like that again, then they're going to win by exactly. three scores. But I just I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to envision him doing that consistently. Well, this is really a battle for the uh, third and fourth pick in the draft as it stands right now. With uh, the Bears at one and four and Minnesota at one and four, Kirk Cousins also apparently said he's not going to waive his no trade clause if there was a an option for him to leave. That guy just—I I give Kirk Cousins a lot of credit. He's gotten people into believing that he is like a super high end guy yep. when he's good, not great. He's always controlled his money, and he's always controlled his situation. Yeah. And even though it'll be like, oh, what are you not competitive? You don't want to go anywhere. Cousins is like, no, no, I committed to you, and you're committed to me, and that's it. And at least I give that guy credit for winning in the world of business. Yeah, and he's putting up good numbers this year, too. Like, they're not a good team, but he every has good, year. He's good numbers. Good that's numbers. the thing. Like 13 every, and 4, like, that's yeah. tops almost. Yeah, no, last year they were really good. And remember, there was, oh, they got a young coach who's figured it out. Yep. Where's the, anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And commentary. No, where's the young coach yeah. who's uh, figured it out? Uh, but uh, it is the Bears, and if the Vikings are to get one, this is a gettable one. It is in Chicago, though. That's about the only difference in the game. Seattle three and one is at the two and three Bengals. Is is this just going to be our kind of thing all year, where the Bengals are just going to be managing Joe Burrow, and he's never going to be right, and you're always going to have the angst going into the game? Like I can't tell because it does feel like. Maybe they've turned a little bit of a corner, but God, I just watched Burrow and I'm thinking to myself, oh man, he's going to take a step and like that that Achilles is going to roll right up his leg. Yeah, you're going to have to worry about that every week if you're a Bengals fan and the Seahawks don't have a great defense, but they have a couple of guys who can uh, get after the quarterback and that's the one thing you have to worry about if you're the Bengals uh, offense because Mm -hmm. last week... 
he picked it right back up with Jamar Chase. Like they didn't have those first four awful weeks together where right. they couldn't connect. It was uh it was a huge game. And I understand Arizona's not exactly some world beater defense either, but neither neither are the Seahawks in the secondary. So I think there's a real chance that this is a game that you want to pick the over on. I don't know that I know who the winner's gonna be. I think I'd probably lean Cincinnati just because they put up so many points last week, but I'd go over on this one regardless. I think Cincinnati and that offense is back. I think, you know, Burrow getting in his groove last week with Chase. Now you got T. Higgins back from the rib injury this week. Um, he has his arsenal there. Um, I think that offense is going to start clicking again. They did the same thing last year. They came in early, and they, I think they started 0-2, ended up being the Cincinnati Bengals, we all know. So um, same thing as last year, slow start, strong finish. I think they're back. Yeah, and we kind of know this year why the start was slow. It was right. very much tied yep. into the quarterback. Uh, speaking of the quarterback, the Browns will be without theirs. Uh, the Browns at two and two will welcome in the five and O San Francisco 49ers. Uh, does anybody have any reason as to why the 49ers would not keep rolling in this instance? Um, unless they change the rules to XFL rules, right. I think that you're probably in pretty good shape here. If you have the Niners, nine and a half is what I saw. Is yep. that what the current number is? I don't know if it changed or not, but that's, I mean, I think that's even being kind of nice to Cleveland. That's a, that's a nice, it's not a double digit number, which I'm a little surprised by, but uh, yeah. How, how do you expect Cleveland to do anything against this Niners team? Who's just been suffocating every team they play. Um, I think it's going to be an absolute ass whipping. Yeah. No Deshaun Watson. Um, the weather's supposed to be crummy out there, which I think benefits San Francisco even more because they don't care. They yeah. run that sort of ground and pound yep. play action. Let Brock Purdy not make mistakes type of offense. And, He's, I mean, he's the MVP front runner right now, which is crazy to think about. But he's the odds-on favorite. So who's this? Purdy, Brock, Brock Purdy. Ooh, yeah, he's the favorite. I don't know. I think McCaffrey on his own team steals the votes away because of that touchdown streak. Yeah, but that's fair. Purdy is doing a nice job. Yeah. Browns are seven and two at home against the Niners in their history, and have won three straight in Cleveland. So wow. maybe one of those random, you know, those random yep. matchups where one team just owns the other team, Kellen no matter Mon. who it is. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> Could be one of those. Uh, the Saints are at the Texans. The Saints are three and two, coming off of uh, whooping the Patriots and the Texans lost last week. They are two and three. Although it kind of feels like there's a lot of talk that maybe the Texans have sort of stumbled into their franchise quarterback in C.J. Stroud. I think they have, and I think that Stroud is a very uh, promising young quarterback and has got a bright future ahead of him if he can stay healthy. I don't like him in this game, though, because Tank Dell's out, and he's been such a reliable target for him, and I think the Saints are going to roll from that uh, big output they had on defense and offensively last week. I think they started clicking a lot. I don't love Houston's defense either. Yeah, so, I don't either. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, going to roll with the Saints on this one. Yeah, I mean, I like Houston. I think he, it's funny you talk about C.J. Stroud. He has yet to throw an interception in mm. his NFL career. This would be the longest start to a season or to a rookie season with six games without a pick. Um, it sounds like the Carolina Panthers, at least the coaching staff, wanted C.J. Stroud. I don't know if you heard Reich's oh, comments yeah. this week about the owner. Yeah, uh, Interesting there. I don't know how much better he'd be there than Houston, but no, he looks really good. Um, I think I like Houston here. I think the Saints... They stunk, and then they came up to a team last week that stunk even worse. And so I think they, they come back to earth. I am uh, forever entrenched in the Gresh new owner theory. They come in, and they can't help themselves. Yep. <laughs> and David Tepper, it sounds like, not only couldn't help himself in going on and getting Matt Rule, but he might have overruled some people in his own building on which quarterback to take. I get it. It's your baby. Like right. It's your billions of dollars. I do understand, but good grief. 
let somebody else jump in there who's got a little bit of football experience. And If you don't you trust know, the guy you brought in to, to run it, then why did you hire him in the first yeah, place? You yeah, you hired a quarterback to be your head coach. Right. I would think that his, I don't know, opinion on the quarterback could actually be uh, valued and warranted. Uh, I don't know if this game drops because apparently I am now realizing here at WEEI that I work with a bunch bunch of Minshewites. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that this, oh, my God, I used to hear it from Keith and John Anderson. And, of course, that was one of Shime's guys, too, yeah. of the 51 quarterbacks he's put the Shime stamp of approval on. But now it is Garner, Minshew, and the Colts at the three and two Jaguars. And, look, I know there's no Anthony Richardson, but it's a sneaky big game in this division. Both teams are three and two. It normally comes down to this. I think there's much more pressure on the Jags to win at home today. I think there is, too. And this is one of the only two games this week where both teams are over 500, which is interesting, too. And it's the Colts and the Jaguars. Isn't that weird? man. What a rough slate. But anyway, I think uh, Minshew gives the Colts a fighter's chance here in this one, to be sure. And uh, the Jaguars, it's a bigger game for them. Absolutely, they're uh, they're in in need of establishing themselves. But I think with Minshew, you have a backup. And this is why I wanted a guy like Minshew as max backup. Are you a Minshewite? Too? Not like to that extent that I Got want it. him to start or whatever, but like I wanted a backup like him. You wanted a him solid exactly. veteran backup, someone okay. who'd played, be- someone who'd started before, not someone who was you know. And I know that, that Bailey had a couple good games last year, but not someone like Bailey Zappi who's really green and fresh, and you know probably isn't going to adjust well to a new offensive coordinator every year. Like someone like Minshew, I feel like would have been good in those settings, and uh, they just were not interested at all. But that being said, Jacksonville minus four. I think I take the Colts there because I think this is a close game. I'm with you. Yeah. This is one of those weird divisional rivals where the scores aren't indicative of the way each team seasons end. I don't know if the Colts win, but I could see it being less than four. You oh, guys yeah. are in the presence of a Minshewite over here. All right. Oh, my he, God. That man is a top 32 quarterback. Here we go. He's top 32. Listen to he you go start. all Cam Newton on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> he is. He's top 32. And it's, uh, look, that. Jacksonville should have never not moved on from him once they had the opportunity to take Trevor Lawrence, obviously. But when he was in Jacksonville, he was he wasn't bad. He, he was plucky. He was he would throw <laughs> he would throw touchdowns. He wouldn't throw picks. Um, and now this could be a little re- bit of a revenge game for him against Jacksonville. Oh, I like boy. the Colts too, Arkham. Uh The zero five Panthers are at the four and one Dolphins. Here's the only question: margin of victory for Miami. Who wants to call it? They'll cover. It, what's it, 13 and a half? 13 and a half. I think yeah, they I saw it they'll, they'll So Monday. Carolina covers or Miami covers? No, sorry, covers? Miami covers. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Is I, this I, I hate big lines like this. I almost always take the other team. <laughs> yeah. But the Panthers are <laughs> so bad. It. I mean, they're so bad. They're just it, bad on defense right yeah, now. Yeah, they're bad everywhere. I mean, they just they can't do anything. And the Dolphins, I feel like, are not going to uh, let up at all. So I'm, I'm, I'd go with Miami, too. Uh, I know a little earlier, Teddy Bruschi mentioned something on ESPN that uh, definitely caught our ears and attention because we have now moved on to the 4 o'clock games where the uh, Patriots will uh, play at the Raiders. We've given you a little bit on that, uh, but we mentioned earlier there was a quote from Teddy Bruschi talking about Bill Belichick. Here's what Teddy said last hour. Do I personally feel how this should go and how this should end with Bill Belichick. This is just my personal feeling on what should happen. I want him to coach his ass off this season and get how would it was he, he get six, seven wins, all right? Have them playing respectable by the end of the season and walk away. Mm. That's what I want my former coach to do. Don't Shula doesn't matter. Oh, you've got you've got 
multiple Super Bowls over Shula. You're a better coach. Hey, where's he walking? Shula, though? Where's okay? he going though? Where's he going? I, home. What I'm go, talking about. Go, come home. Home. Come. Yeah, Rex Ryan couldn't help himself and jump in there. Rex is great. He's twisting the knife yep. because nobody wants to hire him anymore. <laughs> His brother's still working. Brothers on the Raiders staff. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. The, the, Rob, the Ryan, Ryan Ryan Rob? With hair. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. said, talk about a gooter. That's like a perfect basketball. Yeah. He makes Bob Wiley, like Bob Wiley looks at him and goes, wow, <laughs> look at that thing. That is a gooter right there. Teddy Bruschi imploring Bill to retire at the end of the year and saying that he'd have to coach his ass off to win six games. I mean, my God. And and the fact <laughs> never that they, thought you'd hear that. They know? ask him where he should go next year, and he says he shouldn't keep coaching. Yeah, he, says he, he wants should go to, to Nantucket. He said just go, go uh, Teddy has seen the other side now. Yeah. I think uh, Cardinals are at the Rams. Cardinals are one and four. Rams are two and three. It feels like the Cardinals are going to be uh, competing mightily for one of the top picks in the draft. Yeah, although they do put up a fight when they're out there. You know, they did have that win against Dallas, and I feel like they've hung around in some other games. They did. The Giants' one win was against uh, Arizona, but they did get off to a good start against them. Uh, it's a division game, but I feel like the Rams are starting to hit their stride now. They got cut back again, and it's a second game back, I think. Yeah. So I yep. like I like L.A. If it's uh, if it's six and a half, I'd go L.A. If it was like seven and a half, I might think of it. That'd be like like the cutoff point because I do think the Cardinals can keep it close, but uh, one score doesn't seem like too much. Games in LA, yes, uh, in I like LA, L- yeah. I like LA, yeah. I like the Rams here. And, I think, and Arizona is rooting hard for New Orleans because I forgot that Arizona owns Houston's first round pick this ah, year. Yes, oh yeah, they do. or they, one of their first round picks because yeah. Houston had a bunch of them. No, I like LA with uh, with a healthy Matt Stafford. Sean McVay can, you know, dial up that offense. Obviously, you have Cooper Cutback. But then Puka Nakua, too, the rookie. Like, that kid's a stud. And even with Cutback, he's still been a stud. He hasn't slowed down. They've used both of them. Stafford has two guys he trusts. Oh, you mean you could keep the guy under a million dollars to put up the same numbers as the guy you're paying $20 million to? Holy cow. Uh, Eagles are at the Jets. This is going to be ugly. I have no reason to think that the Jets are going to put up a representative fight against the Eagles here. Uh, and then the Lions and the Buccaneers. This is the other game, Arkan, that's got winning teams on the uh, on the uh, other side. Yeah, another thrilling matchup. This one, the Bucks and the, and the Lions in Tampa Bay. Who would have thought that, that the Bucks and the yeah, Lions, right. like if you told an NFL fan in 2010 yeah. that 15 years later this would be one of the games of the week in week six, they'd have laughed at you. I'd agree with that. I also think the Lions are due for a uh, bad game. I think the Buccaneers are playing well right now, and they're good defensively. St. Brown, I don't know if he's playing or not. If he is, he's coming off mm-hmm. an injury. So uh, I'm leaning Tampa in this one. I I like Detroit. I think I like what Dan Campbell has going with that team. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, and this week he mentioned about Jameer Gibbs that, oh, he's our gadget player. And I'm like, okay, you spent the 12th overall pick for your gadget player when David Montgomery's your your bell cow at running back. Thought that was odd, but I don't care. They're 4-1. and one. They win frisky games. They beat the Chiefs. I think they beat Tampa today. I'm I I oh God. I don't want to buy what Dan Campbell's selling, yeah. <laughs> but the Lions are, and they're they're good. Yeah. I mean, to think they win this, they're five and one, and on some they level, have the division wrapped up if they win. Exactly yeah. right, and that's the thing. Like at five and one, you're now looking at the Lions as a, a team that is frisky for the uh, number one overall seed. Yeah. Uh, after the Ravens, or excuse me, after the Buccaneers. The Lions get the Ravens, the Raiders, the bye week. And then, how about this murderer's row of Chargers, Bears, Packers coming out of the bye? 
I mean, that, pretty, it is setting up really well for them. Yeah. Uh, and good for Dan Campbell because, well, he's one of those guys that, that uh, is likable. And then the uh, Bills will take on the Giants on Sunday night. I guess the question is, a lot like the Miami mm-hmm. game, what's the margin of victory? I can't see the Giants pulling this out. No Daniel Jones. A revenge game, I think, for Tyrod Taylor. I think that's the Giants' backup. So they're playing. He'll be playing for. <laughs> I can see Tyrod keeping it close. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, I think they keep it close. I don't think they win, um, but they'll they'll be frisky. Yeah, I take Giants plus fifteen until he gets that uh, shot in the side, <laughs> and then it's over with. Uh, the Ravens were twenty four sixteen winners over the Titans. Uh, Lamar Jackson threw for two twenty three. Uh, threw for a touchdown, also threw an interception, ran for 62 yards, and uh, let's see here. But Nope, that's about it, really. And Justin Tucker had a bunch of field goals, so there you go. Yep. And uh, Nick Folk handled things on the other side for Tennessee, and you throw in a uh, Derrick Henry rushing touchdown. So for those wondering about their fantasy teams, you now have a general idea as to how you did if you had Ravens and Titans players. We will wrap it up with uh, three picks and a prop next on WEEI Football Sunday. But first, want to remind you that uh, the inactives in the injury discussion is sponsored by the Catches Law Group, New England's construction workers. If you're injured on the job, Catches has your back at CatchesLaw.com. Original. Original. WEEI. WEEI. New England Sports Original. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are right back to WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. All right, we got to run the wheel quick here to wrap up WEEI Football Sunday. Uh, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts are coming up here on WEEI uh, after us. And, you know, normally it used to be, well, we'll, we'll tell you the games and we'll pick them. No, no, no. I like for us to uh, pick them and uh, control our own fate. So, uh, Arkan, what do you got? Pick one. All right. Uh, one that I'm really high on is the Saints. I like the Saints minus two and a half at uh, Houston. I think that this is a game that the Saints will just keep the momentum going from last week, and the Texans are missing one of their best pass catchers. So uh, give me Houston minus two and a half. I like the over in Lions Bucks, 43 and a half. Um, I think those two teams um, can score some points. I like what Baker's done with those two wide receivers there. Obviously, Jared Goff is killing it. So uh, give me the points on that one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Bears. Plus three over the Vikings. I don't think Justin Fields is great. I don't think Chicago's great. I just think it's a spot to be able to take advantage of uh, the Vikings in a down moment. And you're giving me three points at home with a quarterback that has at least put two good performances together. So I'll take the points with the Bears against the Vikings. Arkan. All right, here's a prop that I like. The Patriots have a couple anytime touchdown scorers in this game with the Raiders, and I'm going with first touchdown scorer Jacoby Myers at plus 1,100. Um, That's a nice big number right there, and I think he's uh, just as – uh, able as anybody else to score that first touchdown. I do think you're right, Mike. They're going to go to him. So uh, Myers at plus 1,100, I think, is worth a sprinkle today. I like it. I'm 
going to stay on the Jacoby Myers props. I'm going to take his over receptions, five and a half. Um, I think they're going to feed him whether or not he ends up in the end zone, whether or not he goes over you know, 80 to 100 yards remains to be seen, obviously. But I think they're going to at least try and get him the football and try and get him uh, involved against his former team. So I like his over catches. I'm going to go with uh, Christian McCaffrey over 72 and a half rushing yards. That okay. does not feel like a lot against a Cleveland team that, and you mentioned that the weather's not going to be great. It doesn't really affect San Francisco. Uh, so I could see McCaffrey at least getting a couple of big runs. The numbers on McCaffrey to score a touchdown are just insane. Yeah. So if you want any sort of Christian McCaffrey action whatsoever, I think you got to go to the rushing and the receiving market to find something that you can work with. Uh, the over of 72 and a half is minus 120. I can deal with paying that kind of juice yeah. for a uh, for a player like like McCaffrey. Anything else you want to get in, Arkan? Um, yeah, I like uh, Miami minus 14. And this uh, over-under when the Niners-Browns game is 36. That's really, really low that's for the Niners, That's weather screen, yeah. right? Um, it is, but I still think, you know, with the 49ers, that's one worth uh, taking a look at. I'd probably go over on that one, too. That was my next one is the over in that game. I think you mentioned it, Gresh, with them being able to use McCaffrey in that way. I think the weather doesn't matter to them. They could score 35 on their own. So I like the over on that one. Uh, and something tells me the Giants are going to find a way to keep it within 15 right now against Buffalo up to 15 not that I love the Giants but good grief maybe uh, with Buffalo it'll be more of the uh, calling off the dogs all right we've got Jags Colts coming up here after the Patriots game it is Andy Hart and Fitzy they will have the six rings post game show and then of course it is a Patriots Monday Bill Belichick will talk to the Greg Hill show Likely Hunter Henry and someone on defense with us, Aggression Fourier. And, of course, with the Jones and Arcand and Mego, it is Mac Jones tomorrow. Enjoy your football Sunday, everyone. We will see you here next week. Good job by Bridget. Good job by uh, everybody. Here we go. Let's uh, see what the Patriots do out in Vegas. And we'll be all over it tomorrow on WEI. 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 New England sports original. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.